0: Hello and welcome, folks, to episode 124 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking about all things Dice Masters. I'm Chris, otherwise known online as the True Mr. Six, and that geezer over there... It's Andy,
1: a.k.a. Kathy Beale.
0: (laughs) Kathy Beale, because you've got a croaky voice. I do have a croaky voice. I thought, when I first came on the call... (laughs) No. (laughs) ...that maybe I'd... Connected to one of those dodgy, like, 0905-type numbers. <laughs> I've got a really cool story about that, but I'm not going to tell you.
1: No? Oh, well, that's a shame. <laughs> There's nothing like talking about sex lines to start off on us family-friendly Dice Masters podcast.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Especially twice over.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're starting again because we have bad connections. However, I would like to say, if anyone is interested in uh, a little bit of one-on-one talk of a saucy nature, then uh, my uh, number is 950505050 five oh fifty, 50, 50. 50,
0: 50, 50.
1: <laughs> I'll wear my very small baseball cap for you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I might go back into the last bit of recording, and see if that bit <laughs> was captured, and I'll chuck it on at the end of the episode. Slap it on at the end. Spend. My really cool story about... <laughs> Watching late night Channel 4. <laughs> oh, dear me. Yeah, so there you go, folks. Technical issues ended up meaning you missed out on this incredible, incredible story of my time as a student in Diggs. Ooh. Uh, r- r- deep, really way. painted a picture for me. Yes, absolutely. Golden Eye and uh, the HBO drama Oz. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, let's see, Golden Eye. That sounds good, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> he's, not, he's not ill, by the way, folks, in case anyone out there is concerned. No, I'm not ill. I went to <laughs> he's, football. He's horse.
1: <laughs> horse. Horse and cart. Fart. You oh, northern dear. monkey.
0: Yeah, you've definitely, like got it. Bit, you've definitely got a bit of the old uh, croaky southerner thing going on there. I like <laughs> it. I want to keep it.
1: Makes me well, sound dead hard, me.
0: You'll have to just do lots of shouting every night.
1: (laughs) I'll scream into the pillow most nights, but that's a different
0: story. (laughs) In despair. Uh, (laughs) And on that note, we'll move on. Here we are then to talk about some Dice Masters wonderfulness. It's been another one of those two weeks that have passed. I know it's been very sad, very difficult for you all to have to wait for us to return and pleasure your ear olds, but here we are here we are and there's been quite a bit going on over the last two weeks actually yeah, There has lots here stuff. and there and everywhere yeah so lots to get into and we've got a banger of an episode all well planned let's see how it actually goes once we've recorded it but before we get into the featured segment i'll ask you my friend yes what have you been up to in the last
1: two weeks since we last recorded well we have been practicing for the uk games expo which is full on modern uh so we've been trying some more competitive teams we have for the past few weeks uh, if you have checked out the youtube channel you will see those teams i am trying something based around the god catcher number of reasons why firstly it's always been something that i like the look of but i've always kind of veered against it because it's quite powerful um mm. but uh this has given me the opportunity to go, no, we will try it. I will try it with its 10-10 uh, tokens, you know, pooping it out left, right and center. Working on a routine for, for how it works and how it works best. Varied amounts of success. Uh, two weeks ago, it beat Chris. Uh, last week, it didn't. I feel that there is the potential for a nice quick swing and win, but it is in many ways dependent like, like, I suppose, everything, but it is very dependent on getting the right roles and can be quite easily defended. So, uh, I need to uh, to work that by an order out a bit, making it sing and, and as quick. You know, the first three turns, make sure you know what you're doing in your first three turns.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Kind of thing. So, still working on that. Fun, though. I'm enjoying the team. And um, it's just making sure that that main character, that main win condition has the support. Uh, and defense and all the other bits that uh, that he needs. So yeah, so I've tried a few bits. Power Almighty, I love I love Power Almighty. It works well with it. it might not be the best version of ramp, but it, it is a beauty when it kicks off and you're uh, spinning things up and and chucking all the dice from one side to the other. Um, Atlantis uh, City and Strongholds got the prep, which is quite nice to get that sidekick out and prep a dice. But it's also it's a cheapy uh, and useful uh action where you can move the dice from the reserve pool into your prep area That's that's you chris that that put that on my
0: radar you're quite
1: welcome thank you yeah thank you i've never read it it's got like six lines total and then it's just the supporting characters i like thor for the uh, um action discount um i like black widow before the the force attack is um It is is a nice piece of removal, targeted removal. It's a hard one because nine times out of ten, Chris will bring um, static field, uh, you know, making it a um, (laughs) and not guaranteed. But then you've then you've got a different game to play. Whereas, uh, you know, if, if if you're forcing something to attack, it means that you're losing out on energy you could spend. But also, it's making your opponent, again, use energy. So it slows the game down because, you know, you're forcing things to attack. Uh, you know, say if I've forced two things to attack. your Chris or your opponent has to make two things come back again and suddenly you're dealing with two less energy potentially per turn. Um, so uh, it's one of those little nuances of the game that make it such an attraction to us uh, nice. players. <laughs> Do you like that? Um, yeah, that was good, that. And then other bits that are really like in there for the moment. Atlas is good for the, the, for the second, second term prep. Uh, but you know, if one of those dice bought is a power almighty, then do I need it? You know, is there something better than mm-hmm. going that slot? Uh, that Wong is a cheapy two cost fist to help with the, uh, the force attacks. He's, he's good again. He's a bit of, a kind of potential targeted removal although it's a reroll, and we all know that rerolls aren't guaranteed they're at best 50 50 and then is ty- that so <laughs> that's that's what i've heard um and then then kang no um kang kang uh and then typhoid mary which i don't think i've bought in any of the games yet but because she's shriek i kind of seem inclined to take her because she is basically shriek um,
0: yeah yeah, well, I think, um, funnily enough, I'll say the same thing about Power Almighty as I'll say about Typhoid Mary. I think the fact that their are just sometimes when you're in a rush to get up in your opponent's face or in a rush to respond to what your opponent's got going on in either of those two circumstances, the forecasts can just be a little bit tricky to get your hands on, can't they?
1: Yeah, you are right. The, the four can be a bit of a stretch. The, the Thor global helps with the power of mighty. I have bought it in most games. Um, uh, cause it basically makes it three, which is a little bit more palatable. Uh, but, um, you're right. And then the typhoon Mary have not really reached for her. Um, although I did reach for the anger issues, which I think did the, the
0: job. Um, yeah, that was that was definitely a, the biggest thorn in my side. I could actually, I could handle the God Catchers to some degree, uh, well, until they became overcrushing God catches, and then it was a different story. <laughs> so yeah, so uh
1: so cool things to play about with. There, there's, and I've not felt like this for a while. there, there is a uh, a formula and a team and um, a structure to it, as opposed to just kind of throwing some random stuff out for for a bit of fun. So it's quite nice. Um, looking forward to the next few weeks of, you know, getting to know the cards, trying to remember all the things they do for the right situation and, uh, and a bit of this and a bit of that. Very good. Hopefully yeah. it does quite well. Obviously we've got a little bit of a disadvantage is the fact that anyone who goes to the UK Games Expo probably listens to this, which means they've got a bloody good idea what I'm taking. But, um, that's, that's not why we're going anyway.
0: Yeah, sure. And I think at this moment in time, uh, as far as the UK Games Expo is concerned, you, you know we'll, we'll certainly see some of the big three going on: Godcatcher, Thor, and Becky Lynch. And to be fair, like Godcatcher, it's going to be one or two, one of two archetypes. You've got Godcatcher that is looking to board clear, or Godcatcher like you're using that's looking to do the damage through overcrush. Maybe a third version that's about just simply overwhelming. And it's the same with Thor, there's a couple of, you know, you're looking at making sidekicks or fielding lots of characters, and there's many and varied ways of doing that, and then you've got Becky Lynch, which is all about the ringside announcers. So I think even in spite of the fact that we're being public about the teams we're playing around with, there's an element of accurate prediction as to what the heart of the teams are going to be, um, and then your next layer down, which is like your, your Iceman, Turk Barrett's, your uh, green lantern humans you know your justice league teams and stuff the heart of the teams are always going to remain the same and i don't yeah. think we're pulling any major surprises out of the bag here so surprise
1: yeah cool so yeah that that that's pretty
0: much my last couple of weeks very good as about you how's about me well uh yeah i've uh played around with the god catcher a little bit too um i still uh, obviously depending on numbers if we're at an even number, an odd number, sorry, I won't be playing. No, wait, that's not right. If we're at an even number, I won't be playing. But if we're an odd number, I'll, I, I'm preparing a team so I can step in and keep us at even numbers. Um, although it's not always my preference to play in TO at the same time. But So I've, I've thrown a, a good catcher team together. Yeah, I was looking at Colossus, but then obviously we've got the news about Dark Phoenix not dropping until the end of the month. So I've pivoted into the god catcher uh and some part of that was i thought well i think you need to play against another god catcher team fair yeah to get a sense of uh, what you might be facing on the day and i might chuck a thor team together next week or a becky lynch team together to help you in your preparations because that's the bro i am um i appreciate you but it's actually an older team i played this one there is some older videos of me messing around with this Year, year and a half ago, and this is using the Godcatcher with the Manchu Seething Corruption Board Clear, is what I am going for. So I am trying to play. Whereas Andy is talking about Godcatcher Rush, and then if that doesn't play, get the anger issues and go for Godcatcher Overcrush. I am going for a kind of more slower game where I want to line up a big army of Godcatchers. Well, not even a big army. with the stat line, but you know what I mean. Uh, A slower game where I get Manshoon out and then just clear everything off the board with a Seething Corruption play. So if if folks out there are unfamiliar with what I'm talking about, Manshoon's from one of the the Troubly Waterdeep, either the campaign box or one of the associated team packs, and he says, while Manshoon is active, when you use a basic action die, deal one damage to all opposing character dice. And then Seething Corruption from Warhammer 40k says, until the end of the turn, when an opposing character die takes damage, KO it. So the idea is that um, you get Manchun in the field, you play seething Corruption. Uh, obviously, that creates the seeding uh, Corruption game effect, then trigger Manshoon with the actual playing of Seathing Corruption to deal one to everything. And because of Seething Corruption, the one's enough to KO the whole field. And then just march through. Um, my biggest risk there is static field. So I've popped Eddie Guerrero on, although I've just noticed it's the wrong one. I've, got, I've actually got in front of me on the map, this is the tag out one I've got in my hand here Uh, but it's the one that clears saved energy when he attacks so I've got that going on I'm using forge energize forge despite my feelings about energize I'm still giving it extra chances all the time and it did actually work last week it did eventually Um, yeah absolutely so and then uh, I had poison ivy and drax on the team last week for poison ivy for a bit of deadly removal and Drax for, well, for Becky Lynch's. Although I've taken Drax off. I'm really struggling. I think the Manchun Seething Corruption's a little bit too card intensive in addition to the Catcher, Right. Uh, I don't know. I can't. There's something I feel like I'm using one more slot than I should be to get everything going. So I need to have a think about that. But I'm tinkering around with it anyway. I've made some changes. We had a bit of a chat after we finished playing last week and I made some changes based on that conversation but in the game we played last week the one that I won I didn't even buy and the sea and corruption no cuz the the pace of it was so fast and you had the thor global so we were both buying our god catchers up for next nothing anyway that I didn't even really have the space to think because there was already the potential to have well, I think you were close like 20 damage was sitting in your field by turn 4 maybe
1: yeah, I think so. Okay. It's was, it was two and three. Fro. From memory, I think um, you could have killed me but didn't get the right roles. I could have killed you but didn't get the right roles. You could have killed me, ah. I could have killed you, and then you got the roles on the, the fifth attempt.
0: Yeah, well, on that note, uh, our man Jay Luchero uh, watched the... I posted the game to our YouTube channel after the fact, and yeah. our man Jay Luchero jumped into the comments and said, actually, you had Lethal earlier, Chris. You missed a God Catcher activation when you played one of your investigations. Ah, oh, so, there you go. Yeah. So obviously in the whole routine of, <laughs> you know, play that, make a God Catcher token, play that, make a good Catcher yeah. token, draw and roll two, whatever. I, I missed making a, a God Catcher token. And I, I've not been back and checked, but as uh, Jay, Jay is pretty on the ball with these things. And uh, he said I would have had lethal. Nice. So, it's However, nice. you're absolutely you're absolutely right. There was a there was a both of us I think were just like, well, it's down to the rolls now. What, what <laughs> whatever the, uh, each other yeah. rolls. Yeah, so interesting. Yeah, but this slower idea of picking up forge and and trying to use forge to get a lot of god catches all all of a sudden and then clearing the board with Manshoon, the the slower pace of it is challenged by godcatchery rush that you're playing. So that that requires some thought. I don't really know. I don't really know, but it's not, whereas you're enjoying it, it uh, and I'm still using it this week, it's not a team that v- that vibes with me. No, it's not got the controlly elements as much, as it? Well, uh, yes and no. I mean, the it's a, in my head, the manshun Seething Corruption is a control in the sense of, because if all else fails, if we've got no God Catchers, I can still just blast your field. <laughs> turn yeah. after turn after turn, you know. So, but you're right, yeah, it's not... Um, I don't know. But I don't think there's much, unless I go for Thor, the um, vast majority, big chunk of your team's focused on paying for the sixth cost of him. You know yeah. what I mean? In an ideal world, I'd go for a Jubilee team or something, but obviously... Not this time. Not this time, yeah. So, I mean, that's okay. That's fine. Um, I'll play it again and maybe make something different for next week. I, I don't have the patience to settle into a team and just groove on it for week after week <laughs> that's that's (laughs) how winners are made Mm, yeah so that's where we're at Uh, so there we go otherwise uh, not a great deal else in the gaming I've not had anything non Dice Masters related out on the table, been a busy couple of weekends with the kids with dancing things and basketball and what have you Um, but I've done a few bits on the uh, YouTube channel and over on the blog site so The uh, spoiler rollout that we were given by WizKids, uh, the Kryptonite Crisis spoiler rollout, has been continuing. So in the last two weeks, we've dropped a couple of articles and some more videos, some further spoiler content. I can't remember the timing as to what we've spoken about or not, but I think this would have been the Superman comic book lore characters talking about some stuff, the way the set connects to the comic book mythology of superman and and some of the kind of comic booky stuff that's in the subtitles and in the, the game text so some of the game texts are but more themey than they might initially appear and then an article about stun tokens and a little bit of an article about teen titans affiliation so quite a lot going on in that space there
1: do go check them out and then whilst you're there subscribe to the channel
0: maybe give the videos a like try out the rest of them for size well yeah absolutely i'd love for you to do that so or or i'll um, get you (laughs) yeah and then i've got some more so they're going out on tuesdays i've scheduled them for tuesdays so that there'll be a new one i think the next one's a video so that'll be tomorrow as you're listening to this folks there'll be a video going out with some additional spoilers on it and i think it's two videos back to back next two tuesdays are two videos i'll see you next tuesday (laughs) yes you will yeah and so, yeah, that's about it, really. It's, um, uh, I've been checking out a few of the two-team takedown videos that have been knocking around. So there's been some over on DM North, some on DM Denmark, uh, Breath Weapon X and things. So that's been kind of fun. They're, they're generally long videos, though, so I'll just sort of leave them playing in the background and pay half, half an attention. Sorry, folks. I'm in a DM North video. Oh, yes, you are, yeah. You did a little uh, little voice cameo.
1: Yeah, yeah, I am you know, available for uh, for voice work.
0: <laughs> yeah. Especially if you want to set up a call center. <laughs> yeah,
1: premium rate numbers. <laughs> Give me a shout.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm sure there's many uh,
1: porn mogul out there that plays dice masters and listens to us religiously every fortnight.
0: Undoubtedly
1: undoubtedly i know that uh the guys at breath weapon x have dabbled with a bit of that i'm sure
0: <laughs> anyway we <we'll> let the <laughs> listeners know about uh, what we've got coming up in the episode now then <laughs> let's 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 do that let's do that okay well we've got uh we're going to move into a community focus a lot of community focus is going on lately because there's lots of things going on uh quite a big one today so a lot of ground to cover in that just to let you find folks know about some upcoming events and the whys and wherefores that we know of around those. Then it's over to a classic Ministry Advice pick of the week, uh, where we're going to take a look at some of our favourites from the spoiler rollout that's been taking place over the last couple of weeks and um, have a chat about a card each that's caught our eye, that's got our kind of first gut instinct positive reactions Uh, and then just to wrap up a little bit of a chat about fun formats there's been a big focus on dark phoenix saga and the impact that it's had on the competitive meta but has dark phoenix got a little bit more to offer and what kind of impact do we think it might have on some of the more casual formats that people like to play um and then i suppose a little bit of a kind of question to the community that one there uh with all that said and done That should bring us to the end of the episode. So, can we crack on with it, my friend? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, on to the community focus. This is London calling. Here is the news. Yes, welcome back folks. Well, this is the news and there's quite a few bits and bobs in the world of Dicebusters eventy stuff going on. Where to start? Where to start? Uh, let's let's begin with uh, our quick reminder. We've already mentioned it this episode that the UK Games Expo MOD PDM is coming up. Uh, that's taking place over the June, that first June weekend, the bank holiday. Uh, we're playing on the Saturday. Uh, and we'll have a modern constructed event and then a Dark Phoenix Saga draft taking place to follow. The Preview draft. The Hellfire Gala Dark Phoenix Saga OP kit has arrived. Is whoop, it is in my hand? I'm holding it right now.
1: There's photos on the internet and everything. It's here. Yes. It must be the one of the only copies in the UK. I don't know of any others.
0: Well, I might I I would suspect it's the only full set. In the UK right right now. Uh, So that's really super cool. So uh, somebody asked me on the Facebook post how we're going to award those. And uh, I've basically said because Uh they are pretty hard to find and prestigious at the moment, I'm probably going to break it down into a pretty traditional. uh, The OP kit will be split amongst the top three, with perhaps a little bit thrown in for the fellowship award because it's such a hot, you know, item. Hot potato. Which means, you know, I think it's going to end up being quite a smashy face play for keeps kind of event because people will want to get their hands on those cards. Uh, in addition, we've got some stuff. We've got some Ministry of Dice commemorative UK Games Expo 2020 card sleeves and then the usual selection of um, just, you know, we've mentioned it before. If you want Terry McGuinness, we'll sort you out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> These card sleeves—they need a bit more of a big up. Have you put a picture of them on the internet yet?
0: I haven't yet. No, no, oh, not yet. I was, I was kind of beaut. pacing myself and spreading it out. Yeah. So. Wait till you see them. Oh, I'll, I'll get a photo of that out soon enough. So yeah, there we go. Um, so that's the UK Games Expo. We're at ten players right now. Um, so if you're still on the fence, the Hellfire Gala is up for grabs come and get involved and don't forget of course we've got the extra element of the hellfire uh, hellfire gala the dark phoenix saga draft uh, for a, 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 i mean a massively discounted rate you get a draft pack for next to nothing folks uh, for the first 16 registered players massively so if you're discounted. one of the one of the next six to sign up you'll be uh you'll be uh, in with an option to join that draft so that's the uk games expo and we'd love to see some of you there uh next on the list is talking of drafting is GenCon. uh there's not a massive amount of dice masters events taking place at gencom but there are some drafts happening uh so this is on the uh, 4th of august to the 7th of august um but the the drafts are taking place on the friday saturday sunday so that'll be the uh, fifth sixth and seventh they're they're just doing kind of small just firing small kind of draft pods really they've got them scheduled in to start on the hour at 1 p.m 2 p.m and 3 p.m throughout those three days 10 bucks entry uh it says latest set i did some digging to find out what latest set would be but got a very typically whiz kids vague and ambiguous answer on that uh what i can tell you though is that the promo pricing that they're offering the gen con draft entrance is good <laughs>
1: really, really good it's really good Yeah, unbelievably good
0: yeah there is uh, one particular card that I think is quite prestigious That I, I believe there's not many around and about in the world um, and there's a little stack of them that they're taking along to Gen Con so but I'm not allowed to tell you what it is just tr- just trust me folks
1: uh, so, uh, oh okay right. right let's not let's not tell them but yeah it's worth it Gen Con I've heard it's quite quite a popular thing
0: uh, yeah, it gets mentioned. There's been Gen Con-y things going on in the past. I mean, they've done their um, fan appreciation presentations at Gen Con's in the past. Um, so uh, so there's Gen Con. So if, you, if you're planning on going to Gen Con uh, and you're looking for um, a little bit of something to fill up some time on the Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, then throw your 10 bucks in, get yourself a draft pack, play a little bit of a draft, for just like mm, short ones. I think they're doing like two-round or three-round little things. And uh, you might be in for winning what is we'll put it this way i own that card and i'm a little upset that there's more going to be hitting the market and devaluing it (laughs) so there you go where's Jaycon? uh i want to say one of the eyes illinois indianapolis okay indiana (laughs) Uh, one of the eyes indianapolis yeah it'll be a struggle yeah So, there you go, there's that. and I'm just going to keep this train rolling, otherwise it'll be a massive community focus. Uh, David C., over on the Discord, who runs online events under the name Dueling Grounds, has got an event coming up on the 27th of May, which is the Friday, as you guys are listening to this. So, if you're an online player, that might be of interest to you. It's kicking off at 7 o'clock Eastern Daylight. It's a $4 entry, and David is offering a selection of the Dark Phoenix Saga OP Kit Kitty prides to the winner. Oh, um, nice! And that's modern with a ban list. So go and check that out. The information can be found on the Dueling Grounds channel in the Dice Masters Discord. And I'll, uh, as usual, I'll have an invite code in the show notes for anyone who's not a member of that. You should just come and join us anyway, because there is always loads of cool chat and interesting things, and great place to ask rules questions and stuff. But it's also where online events are organised. So there is that one and. And? And? No more. There is more, yeah. This is a big one, although information is limited at this point. Stay tuned to future Ministry of Ice episodes for further information. But on the 15th to the 18th of September, the US Nationals and the World Championship will be taking place at Graceland's in Memphis once again. What? Yeah, absolutely. So we kinda knew this was on the cards <laughs> pun intended. Because that <laughs> there had been a previous hero click save the date. Oh no, I'll tell you what it was. It was they were announcing their convention figures and there was a Gracelands convention exclusive figure listed in there. Uh, I don't know how this works, like their promo figures that they sell. And so folks knew that that was on the wind, and then I think there'd been some information going out about the HeroClick side of things. And the I'm pretty sure the Gracelands has been announced formally, although I think info's limited right now. Um, so save the date, folks. Pencil it in. Start looking up your flight prices for Memphis, et etc. et cetera. Sounds like there's going to be a lot going on that weekend, but uh, one thing of note is that there are plans to hold, and I quote, Fan-focused events, um, which could be very exciting and interesting. Uh, Historically, Graceland's was where the preview draft idea started, where they did a draft using Infinity Gauntlet cards before they were released.
1: Yeah, they're Uh, like one-offs. They're beautiful.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, more information to come. Uh, However, get that written up and saved in your diary.
1: Here's the question. Will they go for the premiere commentary team
0: or they settle again mate I, I, there's no way i could get out to memphis in what is basically 10 weeks times notice
1: <laughs> not a chance
0: <laughs> well you know all they need to do is just lay on a private jet <laughs> <laughs> i'd start my new job in august and be like hi yeah can i have <laughs> can i book annual leave please already
1: <laughs> no when, when you start a new job you just go oh i've already got this booked well and then they fit uh, in
0: we'll find a way
1: jimmy if, can have some words
0: if they're, if they're streaming over that weekend i'll certainly be uh, uh paying attention to what's going on on the stream but uh yeah if uh, history dictates that it's, it's a big weekend even if you're not able to go and get involved because they did live stream games in the past there were spoiler reveals uh, chats with jimmy uh, on the stream and stuff so we could all get involved even if we're unable to go and play happy days so, there we go. Uh, and that's it. Community focus done. Finished. That's all the stuff right. I had on the list. But yeah, that was quite a big one, wasn't it? I see. A, there's
1: loads of stuff going on. Covid, not a problem anymore.
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely.
1: <laughs> you can quote Andy on that. <laughs> you can. I'll take that to the bank as an Andy England guarantee, right there. Yeah. Well,
0: <laughs> sure. <laughs> But don't forget, folks, if you have stuff taking place going on, I know we're generally talking about kind of larger tournaments, but we are quite happy to give shout-outs to stores uh, or playgroups. There may be one or two individuals just round the corner from you that play Dice Masters and don't even know it's going on who might listen. Uh, So if we can help you rustle up one more player, we'd be happy to do so. So please do drop me a line and let me know if you've got anything happening that you'd like to You get a shout-out about, or a mention, or share the details, whatever. Uh, Head over to BritRoller6.com, scroll to the bottom of the page, hit the Contact Us button, and send me an email. Or track me down on Discord. Or Facebook me. Or Insta me. Tweet me. Whatever. We'll get it done. We'll get it done.
1: (laughs) If you're on (laughs) the more popular websites like Friends Reunited or MySpace,
0: then I am available. Yes. Tap Andy up. Very good. Okay, there's the community focus done. Let's now get into the first proper featured segment. We're going to talk about our Kryptonite Crisis spoiler pick of the weeks. Oh, we're already like half an hour in. I know, tell me about it. (laughs) There was a lot to talk about. We couldn't not share the Graceland news. No, we couldn't.
1: Worlds though. It's not really worlds, is it?
0: Well, I mean, they get Canadians there sometimes, so it's kind of at least it's two countries, I suppose. I mean, it's not like the Euro Championship where we had like ten countries represented. A proper world, like a proper world's, yeah. World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, okay. Welcome back, then, folks, and it is time for a Ministry of Dice Pick of the Week. Pick of the week. Of the rook. If you are new to the podcast, then just uh, some information about what a pick of the week is. So as I, I mentioned in the intro, the spoiler rollout, we've had the spoiler rollout of CryptoLight Crisis cards from WizKids that we've been doing over the last couple of weeks. So Andy and I go away, we take a look at those spoilers, and we pick one card each that has kind of leapt out at us or uh, been notable, and uh, our criteria varies from <laughs> from. week. From episode to episode, really, but there'll be something notable or something that stood out about that particular card in the spoilers. So we're going to focus specifically on the Kryptonite Crisis spoilers that we've rolled out across our videos and articles in the last month or so. Uh, so Andy's got one ready. I've got one ready to discuss. Who's going first?
1: Rock, paper, scissors.
0: Rock, paper. Okay. Ready. Yeah. One,
1: two, two, three. three paper. Scissors. You go first.
0: Okay then, Uh, well my pick uh, we did uh, around the time uh, in celebration of the fact that the new Batman movie had recently come out, one of the spoilers videos that we've done were on the subject of Batman and we reveal for the first time the rare Batman Legend of the Dark Knight he's a five cost fist, he's got three affiliations, Bat Family Justice League and the Super Friends affiliation and he reads while Batman is active when one of your character dice is KO'd deal one damage to target player and one damage to target character die. And then he's got the global that all the Batmans have had that we've seen in the spoilers, where you can pay two masks and each player may field up to two sidekick dice from their use pal. And then he's no slouch in the stats department either. He's 144, 255, and 375. Wow, that's like retaliation on steroids. Yes, exactly. I mean, how could... (laughs) How could you not imagine that that would be my pick? So, yeah, this one stood out to me. I really loved the Retaliation game effect from back in the Justice League set. I used to play, uh, in fact, that Batman, uh, the Retaliation Batman, and the Retaliation Black Manta to death, as Andy well knows. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and as the guys down at Element Games well know. Uh, yeah, re- I was really in love with that. And this is, yeah, it's it's a little bit, Calmer than say Black Manta was because it's the one ping, but I do like that it deals damage to your opposing player and a target character die. So in theory, so you, you might remember my Black Manta team. I used to play it with the Malekith that made sidekicks villains, and then I used to use the sidekick in global on. No, I tell you what it was. It, no, it was it was Green Goblin from AVX where oh, okay. he did two damage. Oh, I can't remember. Let me just look up the the goblin because this was a fun little combo. I mean, it was a big setup, but the payoff was worth it. Yeah, I like whilst you're
1: looking like these Batman's like on all versions because he's got the three affiliations. I kind of like the way that they've not referenced it in any of the rarities uh, ability text.
0: Yeah, well, it, it would have the potential to perhaps be a bit too much. Here we go. Green Goblin, Norman Osborn, um, and his global was pay a bolt and knock out one of your sidekick characters to deal two damage to target character. So I'd have Malekith out in the field. I'd have Black Manta out in the field. My two two villains there. I'd then be making sidekicks with you know whatever at the time it would have been stuff like Professor X Global, Rally Basic Action, whatever, and then just kill my, villain, my villain-affiliated my villain sidekicks to then use the retaliation game effect on Black Manta, which was to do a point of damage for every villain in the field when a villain is KO'd over and over again. So I'm basically looking to replicate that, but now using this Batman. But because he does damage to target player and one damage to target character die, and it's not affiliation specific, you can use his game effect to just do a massive chain of damage there, especially with his global that helps you make sidekicks.
1: Yeah, and then you just... It's mental. So you deal one damage to your opponent, deal one damage to your own sidekick.
0: To deal another damage... (laughs) <laughs> and got another sidekick. Yeah. Another deal, another damage. Yeah. Broken that. Chuck on a low defense when KO'd character like um, like Grell or something, just for a bit of ramp and churn. Yeah. Clayface and a cheap two mask character, which there's no shortage of, like the, the Harley Quinn, the common Harley Quinn's a two cost vanilla mask, isn't she, for example? A uh, one cost vanilla mask, so that you can clayface in and have the masks to feed into his global to make two sidekicks every turn. You can use that global on your turn and your opponent's turn. So if you have the capacity to do so, you could make four sidekicks, two in your turn, then clayface the low cost masking again to make another two sidekicks, and then obviously when when it comes back to your go. And in fact, this is when one of your character dice is KO'd, so you could do all the damage to your opponent, and there go <laughs> when they pass priority.
1: Oh my word! Yeah, bloody hell!
0: I, yeah, yeah I, I'm surprised that they didn't link it
1: into his affiliations. Cause that'd still be pretty strong, but just any character that's got potential to be a, yeah. a machine gun,
0: absolutely. Yeah, so just with one Dark Phoenix global, uh, I'll with this sidekick. You could just kick off a chain of events. And if you've got if you manage to line up four sidekicks, as I've described, or some low yeah. defense characters, or whatever, I mean, I've not fully explored it yet, but it stands out to me you're basically replicating that kind of retaliation effect. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, he's a five cost. His fielding costs are super painful. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't
1: make him a mask because that would make him even better. Imagine if he was a mask.
0: Yeah, that's curious, actually, because there was a mask version of the spoiler out and about. Was there? Yeah. Uh, And then it changed to a fist. So I think there'd been someone who'd just got got the bat man dice with the fist confused with the batman character because there's two versions of the batman dice yeah. isn't there and um, go for that a bit muddled up but yeah because i do believe there was some conversation in the early days about use this batman with asuka for one of the other rarities yeah uh, which i think was the one that uh, the super rare that gives the sidekicks a bump so a bit more balance there but uh the, the fielding costs just as a side note we, we know that there's a Jimmy Olsen in set. We had the Uncommon on the, uh, the the Superman lore video, and he's got the Pay a Shield, make a first character die you field this turn free to field um, game effect on it, which was originally on Robot Guillaume. His game game effect isn't so great for for Batman, but it might be worth it for the global. But in any case, uh, yeah, just that is death by a thousand cuts, ping ping kind of stuff right up my street. Pair it up with a Jubilee. (laughs) Field your two sidekicks, do two ping. KO your two sidekicks, do two ping. KO another two sidekicks, just go wild. Ping, 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 ping. Love it. Definitely, definitely my type of annoying. Yeah, it's a machine gun. Yeah, and I don't think it would surprise you or anybody listening to know that that, that just appeals to me greatly. I love direct damage stuff.
1: Yeah, you do. Well, we'll yeah. see. We'll see that very soon. Well, I say very soon, probably not that soon, but maybe next year on the uh, Ministry <laughs> of Dice YouTube yeah. channel. <laughs> yeah, you.
0: maybe, yeah. In June, summer 2023. Oh, Crisis has arrived. <laughs> what was that? Yeah. <laughs> so there we go. There's my pick. Good choice. Good choice. Uh, I've
1: gone for something a little less powerful than that for something that caught my eye none the west none the none the west. It's like that. <laughs> hey. And that is Wally West faster than Superman. He's the common Wally West or Willy Wonka as I called him earlier by mistake. Uh he <laughs> is a 3 cost 15 titan. Uh his text reads if Wally West is the first star you purchase this game he costs one less to purchase, which is nice. It's a bit theme because he's fast. He's going to turn up fast. I appreciate that. Um, yep. And he's also got the keyword fast, which um, is a first, uh, considering <laughs> he's fast, faster faster than Superman, you could say. And did you know that he's um, Barry Allen's sidekick?
0: <laughs> I learned
1: that this afternoon.
0: Yeah, yeah uh kid flash kid flash that's a oh,
1: that's that's a miss that could be misconstrued, couldn't
0: it um yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i like it it's um i remember the old uh, double burst crew always used to go on about the fact that f- the flash cards were generally fast. speaking rubbish yeah none of them had the fast keyword which you'd think if ever there was a character that should have the fast keyword it should be a flash character so you're yeah. right Ah man, Nick Nick Wally uh, made a great comment. He said that he, because the uh, the discount, he's a great kind of first term purchase for if you're planning on doing a bit of Clayface, Cree Captain Global stuff. Because then, when you're ready to use him as a character, it's a great character to have as well. Yeah, no, that's, a, that's,
1: that is a very good shout. His, uh, stats run down of 133244255. 3, 4, 5. Good, good defensive stats. What's, what, what you want are good attacky stats. Uh, but the fielding, that's pretty, that's pretty harsh to, uh, you know, a, a two on your level two and a two on your level three. I'm not, not a big fan of that. Mm. No,
0: sure. I mean, there's ways and means painful. of dealing with it. Yeah. yeah. But you got
1: to have to think about dealing with it. His max five which is cool so you can get loads of them running around uh, and yeah yeah it's a decent art. The artwork's very nice as well
0: yeah yeah that artwork is from a, a, a big event um that happened recently uh that was one of the crisis events it was all a bit random they all went to this country house and started seeing the psychiatrist and stuff it was weird and that that, makes, that, that was in a comic book yeah
1: Not a bit dull
0: um well it was all about dealing with uh superhero trauma so so the stories they were telling were uh, and there was a mystery Uh, involved there was flashbacks and stuff there was a yeah and there was a murder that happened and stuff murder and but i'm pretty sure that artworks from one of the covers of that storyline cool though it is that's a very nice looking card and there
1: we go yeah so so using it yeah 100 straight off the back you want to buy it first are oh, you purchase, in the text. If you don't do that, you miss enough of his ability. You want to get him and then you want to get him out. I, I like fast as a good kind of blocker because if someone attacks, then he gets rid of it without having to worry. You don't have to worry what his defensive stats are. On a level, you know, with top level five, he's going to get rid of quite a lot of stuff and he'll sit there all day and all night um, uh, just uh, being annoying and blocking whatever nasties are coming your way. Uh, so that's very cool. Other than that, good utility, nice and cheap. Free cost, two, or first, first turn. Nice. Teen Titan. Not sure if there's much Teen Titans around after, um, rotation.
0: Uh, yeah, there's, um, there's a few about, but not massive. If you play, if you're looking to play Teen Titan teams, uh, it's, it favors Golden much more. Yeah. Good addition um, to the Golden Teen
1: Titan team with Raven and all the, the nasties that kind of never quite made it team wonder if that would now make it with the additions that's an interesting topic for discussion write that down
0: okay yeah (laughs) there we Uh, go fast uh, yeah i'll discover that just on the subject of uh, fast blocking uh that you mentioned there that was another thing that uh nick also pointed out that fast is good it's often seen as an offensive game effect but you can make for a good blocking game effect and that's what i said yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying he agrees with you. You, you know, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm giving your comments credibility.
1: Uh, I give my comments
0: credibility, even if they're bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you sound like an O nine O five phone line worker right now is is removing the credibility. Hey, but Nick went even further. He pointed oh, out. Did that, he now? Yeah, he pointed out that yeah. Uh, Like Becky Lynch players, for example, are likely to have the Jerry Lawler Global that makes a blocked or blocking character deal double damage. So you could use their Jerry Lawler against them. Use put your flash up to block Becky Lynch, then with the fast and the Jerry Lawler Global, he'll kill Becky Lynch before she gets a chance to do her overcrush. There you go. I thought it was my pick of the week, not Nick Wally's, but there you go. Well, you have to discuss that with Nick. I mean, um, if if you read the comments on on the article, you'd have known that that was discussed in advance. Yeah, true. <laughs> I
1: can't read though.
0: <laughs> Certainly not when it's more than five lines. Yeah. <laughs> and there we go. There's our picks of the week. So please do get in touch. Let us know what your thoughts are on those two picks do you like that rare batman do you like the the fact that we now have a fast flash i mean i'm into it just for the theme the theme of it i like it i like that
1: that first line that's one of the rare occurrences where you've seen something and thought that's that that fits with the character you know he's going to turn out fast because he's faster than everyone else so you you it's that incentive to get him out a bit sooner i like that i can do with doing more like that
0: it's a nice touch, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Thoughts yeah. yeah. got into oh. it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. I'm laughing because there's a, there was a moment's consideration in my mind about whether the thought that has gone into that is a rarity. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well that like
1: Iron Man's healing abilities.
0: Uh yes, which he's very well known for, of course. Well
1: known <laughs> healer.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's uh, that's the whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway I've lost my train of thought now oh I was just gonna say if there's anything else from the uh, recently revealed spoilers that you would like to discuss or um, share with us then get in touch about that too but there you go there's our two picks of the week from the recently revealed spoilers and as we mentioned earlier keep an eye out over over the next couple of Tuesdays for some more coming down the pipeline on the ministry dash YouTube channel see you next Tuesday absolutely right Uh, should we move on to the uh, third and final segment yeah let's do it let's do it okay Okay then folks, well for our last segment of this episode, we wanted to just have a brief chat and throw a question out there, to you guys really, about the Dark Felix saga, Uh, we briefly alluded to it in the intro there, I was just thinking, mulling it over, like all the stuff at the minute is about competitive play, you know, uh, two team takedown, all in, uh, people are building teams. Like, what's the most optimal master mold list? What's the most optimal um, Jubilee list? What's how can we use Lilandra? You know, it's all 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 in super competitive. Like, if you look at uh, Laurier's <coughs> posts on DM North in the what have you played? It's all uh, you know to the to the to the extent where I think he was instructed by his store to tone it down by the sounds of it. <laughs> <laughs> in, one of the, in one of the articles he posted you know there's there's a big focus on it but a lot of us prefer to play the game casual or do uh do it in a more janky way and i just wondered if there are folks out there who've experienced the impact of dark phoenix saga on some of the more popular kind of casual formats you know like uh, what kind of impact has it had on uh you know my, our favorite single affiliation for example yeah or is there like a is there now a mega standout mono colour team? <laughs> you know, the the single colour dice team? Is there just something that's like or has Ladies Night got a sudden boost and there's like just like a wild Ladies Night team knocking around out there? Um do you know what I mean? I just uh, it was just something that was on my mind.
1: Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, no, absolutely. When you get a big influx in cards, it does obviously affect some of the teams that you might have already built, like the single affiliation team, you're immediately gonna have a look at the uh, in this case no doubt your x-men team that you've got built from you know all the cards from all the sets and um your, your villains or you know the the brotherhood of evil mutants had a few um uh, good ones in i think before didn't it but now it's got a uh a big swelling to the ranks you've got um yeah you got loads actually i just brought up the team builder and popped that on there you've got uh
0: your mystique your magneto yeah. saber yeah absolutely and well i mean x-men on the subject of single affiliation specifically x-men was always a strong affiliation but now yeah. it's just gone you know barmy Bonkers. <laughs> yeah well to the point where you'd you'd potentially want to consider saying uh actually no x-men at the single <laughs> affiliation event because that would just be insane you just have all these different versions of x-men teams playing each other but the 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 cornerstone would be hope. Well, maybe you should ban hope then, but any, in any case, maybe. um, but, uh, yeah, but the brotherhood of evil mutant is a good shout as a, you know, in terms of the single affiliation space. Yeah. The, um, know,
1: the Shia, I thought that there was some Shia stuff from previous sets.
0: No, no, it was a uh, first time. Spoilers. It's just
1: been talking about the spoilers for that long.
0: Uh, that is probably the case. Yeah. Pineapple yeah. chunk
1: affiliation. Um, yeah. Well, you can't. There's not team enough to make now,
0: a full no. team. Yeah, nah. You got Lilandra,
1: DeKin, Gladiator, Deathbird. You got four.
0: Yeah, too so half not a team. team. Not enough for a team. Um, nah. There's um, uh, one that crossed my mind was Pauper. You know what the Commons like for for the Pauper format.
1: Oh, good shout! So if you go, ready you know, and get those Commons. Um, I've got a feeling it's pretty good.
0: Yeah, well, one thing that I've mentioned a few times as leading up to the set's release, when I've been talking about spoilers and things, was the fact that there's the Blue Eyes White Dragon reprint global on Dark Phoenix, and that is across all rarities of the card.
1: Yeah, it's nice um, so they've done that. Blue Eyes was like a proper proper mission to find, and um, this should be a lot easier.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, but certainly if you're playing a pauper format, which, if folks, if you're unfamiliar with uh, that terminology, pauper format is when you restrict it to common cards only. Um, Then, yeah, I just wondered if it... uh, I mean, I've got no answers right now. I suppose I'm asking the audience to contribute here. If you've been playing in stores, if you've been playing formats, I want to know, really. I'm just curious. I'm just curious. I mean, I, I think that things like pauper and single affiliation... Will have had an interesting boost to the play gameplay experience, uh, but I haven't f- fully thought out what that impact might be. Yeah, I mean, that, just again flicking through, you've
1: got that Colossus I spoke about last week of five costs with Overcrust. Now that that's you know in a pauper uh format, that is that is strong.
0: That's the um, uncommon, isn't that's it? That's common. Is it?
1: That's according to this.
0: Fair enough. Okay. Yes, it, is, yep. is,
1: it is, um, I haven't got it because I haven't got it yet, but, um,
0: yeah,
1: I don't know. We'll have to have a proper read through. That was just one that I immediately looked for because I knew it. I know that it's something that I'm quite, quite excited to, uh, to get my hands on. And I'm pretty sure that as it's a common card, I'm going to be able to get my hands on it as well, as opposed to the rare one, which would be luck of the dice. Um, but yeah, that, that we're, we're asking the, the, uh, the listener, aren't we?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I have a suspicion that the set will have had a positive impact on the variety and depth of play that uh, your more janky formats can offer. Is there anything in life gain for like life gain format? I don't think uh, the life gain is pretty good in Dark Phoenix, is it? Uh, nothing that that I've noticed. I was only but, thinking about that today because I saw someone make a post about life gain.
1: Well, um, when you've got the perfect fish food team, then you know it doesn't need anything more.
0: Well, Jimmy jumped on that post, actually, and made a comment, and it's just said, not yet, because the person asking the question said, can your life go over 20? And oh. then folks were like, oh, no, no, you can't you can't exceed 20, and then Jimmy jumped in and said, not yet. And obviously, oh, he's, he's a massive tease, he is. He is, he's a huge tease, he loves teasing. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: He'll just be there twirling his pink-coloured psychic dice around, laughing to
0: himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, Ch- checking out the, uh, looking at the House of X cards that aren't due till next year. <laughs> yeah,
1: playing a solo game, having a little yeah. chuckle whilst he drives <laughs> around the US delivering <laughs> Dark Phoenix saga boxes. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. He's a busy man. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I'm just trying to think what other kind of formats we like to play. So, single set, I, read, I mean, Dark Phoenix Saga as a single set in a single set event, it, it would must be a high contender.
1: Yeah, I think you know so. what I it's, mean. It's got a, it's got a lot of of good stuff from other sets. I think it might depend on um, what super rares you got your hands on.
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah, to a degree because yeah, they see, they yeah.
1: are the, the, the standouts for me. Some real. Punchy ones in there. Um, uh, so, but yeah, yeah, 100% that's going to be a strong one. Be nice to see when we've got them. We'd have to have a go and see how they do compare to the likes of AVX, Uncanny X Men. we Maybe we could do like an X Men off between the different sets that's come out with yeah, X Men yeah. on.
0: That'd be fun. Yeah, that would be fun, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you just on, well, uh, just brief tangent while we're on the subject of funky formats. One thing that I've seen folks doing, uh, I think Jordo put this one out there to begin with from over the with the DM North crowd. Hello, Jordo, uh, where they had a fixed Hellfire Gala. You know, everybody had a fixed Hellfire Gala, Nice. basic action. Um, so, uh, but that was the only way you could win, I think, if I remember rightly. So you had right. to win with a Hellfire Gala win, and everybody was then trying to make Hellfire Gala teams fire off. So they were focused on just having. You know, there was always a Hellfire Gala basic action in the game kind of thing uh, so I thought that just just as a little side note something that I saw going on recently just while yeah that's cool different. the alternative yeah. win condition eh yeah we should think about a campaign soon as well because Dark Phoenix Saga what that what that does do is it puts your X-Men and Brotherhood and Hellfire Girl. it kind of puts it in a sort of storyline space oh okay in a way now that I think about it that's something to- that uh, you take the
1: lead on that one.
0: Yeah, I'll have to think about like get your do your founder team and go up against the classic Brotherhood of Evil Mutants lineup or something. <laughs> yeah, I'll have a think on that one. Uh, but yeah, there we go. In any case, uh, as I say, I've got no answers. I'm just sharing uh, like a bit of a thought that flicked through my mind the other day, and I thought, yeah, I wonder if people have been, you know, or. Alternatively, get in touch and let me know and say, well, no, actually, since the set came out, we have been drafting or playing, you know, open constructed, and we haven't even got to that point yet, or whatever. You know, I suppose not having it over here yet, these things are things I am thinking about. Yeah, Whereas, just champion the bit to
1: use your cards.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Whereas, obviously, in North America, there will be people who have had it for a little while and be bored of it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, bring on Kryptonite Crisis. I am ready. Secret Wars. Let's do it. <laughs> hmm. so uh yeah so i'm interested to know it's a bit of a kind of community question uh i'd love to perhaps revisit this next episode so please do get in touch if you've got some thoughts or something that can help me out understand what's been going on out there and um, what is a good format how's or has dark Phoenix saga ruined these janky formats like say single set just like or single affiliation pointless now because as yes. you say everyone's Play an X Men or something, and so get in touch in all the usual ways. Uh, there'll be links in the show notes as well as the ways and means you can let me know. But I'd love to hear from some folks, and maybe we could revisit this next episode and uh, see what people have contributed. Sounds like fun. Yeah, cool. Okay, then. Well, uh, there we are. That brings that one to a close. Should we take it to the outro? Let's wrap up this baby. We're in the end game now. Well, there we are then, folks. As all good things must, this episode of The Ministry of Dice has come to an end. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording it. And we did. <laughs> Nothing. That's it, I think. Uh, we can we can do a quick close on this one. I don't think there's a great deal to add in. Now, uh, buy your tickets for uh, uh,
1: the UK P- UK <laughs> M-O-D-P-D-M at the UK Games Expo. Uh, get your tickets, come and join us. Uh, there are some uh stonkers of prizes coming down the line that you've heard about earlier today. So let's get involved, come and join us if you're in the UK or if you're further afield and uh, like me, you can uh, get those private jets here, there, and everywhere. <laughs> uh, come and uh, come
0: and join us. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, All the other bits and bobs that I mentioned throughout the episode, I'll make sure are linked in the show notes down below. Um, If you're listening on a service that's not so great for show notes, you'll also find those on Um, BritRoller6.com. I publish the show notes for every episode on there. So... If you need the Discord link, if you want to get in touch, blah 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 blah. That's all there. Otherwise, yeah, that's that's it. Um, pretty steady going. We'll have some great stuff lined up for you in two weeks' time. So, I've been Chris, otherwise known online as the True Mister Six,
1: and I've been Andy, aka Barry the Baptist.
0: <laughs> we'll see you in a fortnight, folks.
1: Bye 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 bye. bye.
0: Can I it's can tough. I just, can I just check before we carry on? Is that are you picking up that background noise? Um, I had a little shake or something, but that's about it. Yeah, we'll just pause for a sec. <laughs> Is it raining? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know it. the washing's out on the line and it's raining. Uh oh. And I've just and I've just been sat here talking to you right next to a massive window by I had the patio. Uh-huh. I didn't even notice. Sorry, babes. I didn't. I was in my little world. Is it really wet? Has it been out for rainy for ages?